0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to an episode of Spastic Chatter. If you're new here, Spastic Chatter is a platform meant to feature those in the cerebral palsy community. And I get together with individuals with CP, like myself, to have an uncentered chat, if you will, about what it's like living with this type of disability. And today I have with me Morgan. And um, I've been following her on Instagram for a while, and I just thought she was really cool. Person, so I wanted to have her on. Spastic, spastic chatters. Um, she's sort of a, uh, she's sort of getting started in her disability influence, influencer life uh, per se. So, um, I'm excited to chat with her, and uh, I'll let you introduce yourself, Morgan, and then we'll get on to the conversation.
1: Perfect. Hi, I'm Morgan. I go by the pseudonym on Instagram as your hot disabled bestie. I have been life coaching for just over a year. I have a background in PR and communications and my master's is in hospitality management. I have done work with all kinds of nonprofits and cerebral palsy related things for my a majority of my life, um, in my entire childhood, and so more so recently, I decided to make a career out of it, um, yeah. So that's pretty much my whole bio life story, right then and there.
0: Awesome. So, from life coach to hospitality management, that's kind of that's like a very that's, that, those are two very different things. So, um, so what made you what made you want to like change like your career path in a sense from from like hospitality to like life coaching
1: well I don't it sounds like a big jump but I personally feel like it's not so much of a big jump that was just like this sector that I worked in I've always been in like customer service type roles and I was very passionate about being disabled and working in hospitality so when I thought about all the different things that I could apply my life resources to as an adult after doing undergrad um, and working in public relations, that was an area, a subset where I felt comfortable voicing my opinions. And I did that for four years and then I realized with everything that's on my resume, I really wanted to strictly focus on being available for companies and hospitals and different nonprofits to be able to continue to reach out because not everybody is so lucky, but with my CP, majority is affected with just my legs. And then I have um, spatial differences with my eyes and the way I see things, but I really was diagnosed with a very mild form. So I'm thankful that my speech wasn't impacted. So I've been able to use that as kind of a positive where if my legs don't work as well or that's something that's a challenge, then I can use my mouth for companies and try different products and meet different people. And so in the last year, I've really just tried to start influencing, make a career out of it. But I even almost hate that word because I'm not really you know, like big yet. But my hope is to just again, like you be a resource, especially for people who are, you know, entering adulthood. For me, that's definitely a subset that was important to me as well. Um, because I created my page knowing that I had a friend who's a lot older than me, I would say, you know, 1520 years older. And so I had that friend who walked me through all of the things from like, K through 12 and services and PT and learning to drive a car if I wanted to and applying to college and getting support staff to be able to have people help me do the things that I can't do by myself um, and those kinds of things and not having someone. I can't imagine not having someone directly in my community. And it just so happened that we ended up at the same physical therapy office when I was a little kid and our parents met in the waiting room and, um, So with that and the fact that that friend of mine is a little bit older and isn't really a social media girly, like I was like, this is something I understand in my generation and can make all of that available for people. And it's not even so much even being a life coach, having the platform for disabled people. I realized a lot of it for me is that group of support. People, you know, like when it's your friends and your family or people you come in contact with and they just don't know maybe how to approach things. But I feel like society is almost a little bit nervous sometimes to like not call people out but if I'm in the grocery store some people are like hey leave me alone it's not an inspiring thing and like for me I don't feel like it is to go grocery shopping but if you have a question like I'm not offended to answer it if it's asked a certain way and so I would hope that my Instagram is a place for people to DM me privately ask questions and like Sometimes, obviously, you can have like the share button for people's responses. But honestly, for me, it's so that people can ask those questions and not be afraid of what the person's going to say. And it all kind of started because people were like, oh, you still go to bars. You still go on dates. You still do X, Y, Z activity. And I'm like, yeah. And then my peers were like, but. How? or like I don't know how to be helpful in those situations so that's kind of where it started from.
0: Yeah very cool that's I can like, kind of relate on like some of those aspects but where you are more of uh, willing for people to like like to talk to people like like, like um. for me if you ask me an ignorant question, you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a sarcastic response, or you're gonna get a, you're you're gonna get an inner response. But, but like, if you come from a, if you come from a place of like, like you're curious, like I will sit down with you, but but expect, expect some sarcasm because, like you like you've sort of mentioned, we're just people, we're just people living our life. Like, there's no there's, there's there shouldn't be a. I like I get distinction between, between me and you, just because I'm disabled, and like, a, disability should be, should become, quote-unquote, normal, if you know what I mean, like. Yes, yeah I
1: completely know what you mean, and I think a lot of us, it doesn't matter who you are in this community, will say that, um, for me personally, like, the things that I do are normal, I just, get them done in a different way so again like I said I think that's the biggest part is for people to realize it can be done it's done in a different way and here's my advice about it take it or leave it um that doesn't mean that I'm not exactly like you in a sense that if something happens and I don't like how somebody has asked me like I'll come back with a comment but I try to give people the benefit of the doubt that I think a lot of people are just in their head about it too. Like I don't want to disturb them or I like want my kid to know that it, like this is totally normal and like how to approach it. So it's not like finger pointing, but then like a little kid knows what to say, do how to help be a part of it. Um, And I've noticed that because I don't have children of my own yet, but I have nieces and nephews and they're at an age where they're just like curious about it more like why can't Auntie Momo run down the stairs why can't we do xyz they love that I have a scooter at my disposal when I need to like go somewhere a long distance but they don't really get it and um so like when those questions come in even with them I've realized that my siblings' kids are more compassionate human beings because they're exposed to it from the jump.
0: Well there's so also like that there's also a difference between a kid asking, making those comments and a grown adult asking like there there's a there's a there's a fine line where it comes when it like when it comes to people just asking random questions when you're out in public. But um yeah. but and like like you mentioned dear nieces and nephews like, um, uh, my nieces and nephews, I think it's funny because uh, on my, like, all my social media accounts is my, as my numbers uh, have increased and I've gotten more engagement. Um, If any, if anyone, like, comes at me sideways or anything, my, um, my, my niece is in the, my niece is in the comments, like, she take, like, I, she's responding before I, before I even get the uh, chance, I have the chance to, to respond, like. Like, so, so, so it's like a, it's like a sort of a
1: proud moment right there. Yeah, She's I'm up always her. shocked yeah. at their ability to just be like, that's how things are. Like, we love you. So they're like four and younger, but just like the little things that they say, they're just like, oh, why don't we do this? Oh, because we love Auntie Momo and that's how she does things. And um, just to hear it out of their little voices, like when they say it, like it's unprompted. They're just like, that's how things are. I'm like, I wish, like you are four years old. I wish you could look at a grown adult and say the same thing. But as we age, people form opinions about things and it becomes more of like a chore. I feel like I've been asked this before too, is like dealing with the grief of being disabled And every day you leave your house, it's not like I want to be a celebrity and have paparazzi. But it honestly feels like that because people feel like they're invited to just like straight up ask you questions. And you're like, hi, I just came in to grab a loaf of bread. Why did my grocery trip take like 30 minutes? Just because people are like doing things or staring or parking and like wondering why maybe i've always taken it as a compliment they're like oh like why do you need a handicap sticker i'm like i'm not asking you why you need yours you know like but i also feel like
0: with this day and age that like that's getting a little it's getting it's getting it's getting a little a little better um because of like because of the inclusivity uh, that's like going around the world right now, because I grew up in the, I was born in the nineties, so like it, it's definitely, it's definitely changed, I would say for the better, of, uh, um over over the years, um but I, I'm I'm curious, uh, I'm sure I'm sure that there are some people that that are watching. You are just. Beginning in your journey as like a disability, uh, like an activist and like influencer, or what, whatever the lingo the kids are using. Um, so, so how do you, how do you, um, do you reach out to people yourself, or do they, uh, are like the, for, for the majority right now until you get a bigger platform?
1: Um, for me it's a little bit of both. I think instead of um like how typically people influence, I grew up from the time my first interview was when I was two years old for a um skating group that I did locally that was affiliated with the Lions Club. So a lot of the stuff I did from the jump was from nonprofits and charities and that worked their way through everything that I've been afforded to be able to do where now my focus I think not so much influencing or with my life coaching and like trying to help people it's more I came at it from a research perspective like foundations like cparf and your CPF and like having diversibility even I know that's how you and I met at first was to have like an intermediate intermediary between the two things um so for me in my life it's been a majority of like a research based thing where companies or hospitals or different things would be like hey we just want um somebody come to talk to our doctors or employees or like tell us how you feel about things and it all kind of worked out from that way but now i think There is, I even had a meeting yesterday about it, there is an area of space where I hope to grow, of course, but also be able to be like, I live in upstate New York, I love my family, I'm very grounded, I'm very happy, like, with that little area of my life, so that it's not all business all the time and I feel like there is a tiny little sector of people where it's like I'm just here living if you want my opinion that's great but like I also know that this is my life so to find the balance between influencing and like choosing it as a career took up to a year ago but I've done this for so long coming from a place where people would just ask me to speak and talk to them and go that route so I think that's changed because now I've been approached by businesses and I hope to be approached more often for that but I've done it kind of my whole life
0: yeah that's very cool um so you're you're wanting it to be more of a career now is that what I'm
1: hearing yes like it was always something I did um, just because everything I've ever done, good or bad, I kind of associate it back to the, the fortunate opportunity. Being disabled, it's crazy. Like, it's an opportunity, but it's also just different from everything else that everybody does. So because it's different, I've been afforded some wonderful opportunities and it all kind of just fell in my lap in a way just because I'm the type of person that if I want to work with a brand I'll send an inquiry and be like hey this is my shtick do you want to talk yes no awesome a lot of people are like how did you do all that and for me it's a majority of the time you never know who's gonna say yes to something you never know who has a personal experience on the other end of whether it's a business letter or a phone call, whatever that may be has a personal reference to something you're talking about and has like compassion for that. Um. So for me, I'm never not the person to introduce myself. I'm never not gonna, if it's something that I feel like I align with, I'm never not gonna approach it with an open heart and hope in mind. Um, So I think it's more so that like people want to see you try. And I feel like I've been able to trust myself a lot more because I know that I am different. And it's just something that, you know, like people see from the the jump, like we're human beings and it's our job to innately assess threat, you know. So because I do look different, I get that in most people's minds from a like human psychology level your brain sends a signal like hey what is that not because they're trying to necessarily be mean but they're like I want to understand so that's kind of how I have come from opportunities or be able to keep them and grow I do hope to grow my channel but like I said also like I'm very happy with whatever lane I end up in like that will be my niche like I don't necessarily need to blow up on the internet I mean I'd like to I think everybody wants a viral moment but again I'm very content with like making connections with people who want to just like you how you were like hey like I've watched your content think it's great want to have a conversation like that's the lane I want to be in very cool yeah I always say that the worst that
0: the worst thing can happen is that somebody tells you no. Something might as might as well reach out to. I like, take that, take that leap of, take that leap and just reach out to people because you never know what could happen. Um, but yeah, at the um at the end of all of my interviews, Morgan, I ask if uh if the if you have any advice for those tuning in. Um, so do you have any advice for? people that like any kind of like general life advice or like 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 people that want to grow their advocacy skills or or any kind of advice in general?
1: I think it's important to be yourself and be authentic. I think it's again in the last year taken me some time, not just because of maybe my environment or things around me but realizing that you know the things that are meant for you because of the cards you're dealt are meant for you to show other people how to do those things so I've really learned to being 29 I've learned to trust myself for the first time in the last year and just truly believe that what is innately in me and my discernment is truly mine And I think it's tough in the culture and society that we live in now because you have such instant gratification, but I've really taken the time to get to know myself. And I think knowing myself on a personal level and the things that I agree with and will agree to has changed my perspective on life from going about it in a sense where you and I both know it's not like it's getting any worse but it could always be better but you kind of just have to live with it and so living fully with it like that you have to learn to trust yourself so I would say anybody out there in their advocacy journey or like CP and fear kind of go hand in hand like the way that our bodies are hardwired I feel like a lot of us there's like a certain percentage of us that have like anxiety and sleep problems like the list could go on so I feel like trusting myself was the biggest lesson I learned and it's okay to feel like your walls are up and like everything's on red alert. And that's like who you are as a person, but to come back home to yourself and be like, nope, if I want to go like be a zoologist, I'm going to go do that. I I don't want to do that. That was just an example. Like whatever people's goals and dreams are like, figure it out, find a way to, do exactly what you have your heart set on, and don't let somebody tell you you can't just because whether it's a doctor, parents, friends, whatever. If somebody has it, it's them saying, "Oh, I don't think you should do that because you have CP or whatever." That's just because they've been been given a blueprint or have some type of research knowledge for you. To be, you know, like assess your risk and be like, oh, this might be challenging, but it doesn't mean not to do it. And I spent upwards, like until I was 27 in a very small box, being like, okay, they told me not to run. So I'm not going to do that. I can't jump. They're not going to let me do that. I knew I wanted to get a degree, I knew I wanted my master's, but it's like all of those times I hesitated. With every decision that I made, even becoming a life coach, I was like, do I need a degree for this? And my business advisor truly was like, no, your life experience is enough. And so even moments like that, where it's like the experiences that I've had, that is enough to connect with people. Eventually, like you'll make connections wherever you go with however your CP is, you'll meet people, you'll meet the love of your life, whatever kind of love that is you'll have your goals you'll have your dreams and you'll be able to do it so I guess in synthesis and you can cut this down whatever way you need to trust yourself you can you will do whatever it is that you want to do and don't let up because you can have exactly what you want you just can't listen to the noise Truly,
0: so what will be will be. Um, uh, again, thank you, Morgan, for being for agreeing to be on episode of Spastic Chatter. I enjoyed talking with you and hearing your perspective. We just lightly hit on some on different topics. We can talk for hours, but um, but again, thank you and uh. I will, I will leave uh, Morgan's uh, social media links so so those of you watching and listening can follow her and check back frequently for another episode of Spastic Chatter. Thanks. Bye.